0: Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following.
1: Courageous.
0: Search. I'm
1: Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted. Pursuit. Hey, how you doing, Marshall? Doing good, Aaron. How you doing?
0: Good, good. Oh boy, what a what a uh eventful day. I couldn't get I couldn't get set up fast enough, you know. Yeah. Jeez. I was you worked. It-
1: did you work a little bit later today?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. And if you guys are just joining mm-hmm. us, welcome back to the Undaunted Pursuit podcast. So thanks for joining us today. We're gonna get into this and I don't know, we may not get into it too far. We may have a couple of uh and so um Ashley is working kind of with me now at the, at the, at the office. And so I left with do her. It. I was like, I got to do a podcast. I'm out. See ya. And so I ran home. <laughs> I ran in the door. I feel so bad on days that we got to do these podcasts because I'll run in the door. Hey boys. Good to see you boys. I love you babies. You know, blah, blah, blah. Get ready. For <laughs> Get ready for football. And then, so they're getting ready for football. I'm changing out. Cause I don't want to stay in those. I, I really it, it when it's warm like this, it's and of course it's in the seventies, it's hot. I'm sweating here, but when it's warm like this, I want to get out of those boots and pants as fast as possible. And and so yeah. that's kind of what took me so long today. And of course, I had to wrangle up all my junk because I've been out at fire camp. Of course, the kids and you know this is why I need a new why I need a studio. It's because the kids won't leave the microphone alone. The kids won't leave the headphones alone. And so now, if you look at this, check this out. So, I've got my microphone cord is fraying because they they just won't leave it alone. Or not my microphone cord, but that's the that's a headphone cord. And uh, so yeah, it's starting to fall apart. My goodness. Yeah. So
1: you've been busy. I've been busy. Work's actually getting uh, really busy for me. I probably got about four or five. Um, New orders or new serves, we call them. Uh, last night, uh, well, between yesterday and and last night, but which is good. It's you know it's keeping me busy. Um, a lot of waiting, waiting on customers, to get me information and stuff so I can properly design things. And uh, but it's going good. Been busy, staying. Life is good. Can't complain. Um, yeah, it's good Not stuff.
0: Good. No, it's just. You know, we got so much to do, and of course, you know I was waiting on a fuel load today, and I ran out, and I took care of some business, and trying to uh, figure out, I'm not going to make it up into the woods this year for, I'm going to make it there for hunting, but if I'm hunting, I'm sure as heck not bringing my chainsaw to cut firewood. I'm going to spend that time <laughs> hunting, so I had to go and, yeah, I had to go and talk to this company. They, they actually... Uh, I had to talk to this company about uh, getting firewood from them. and So that's going to work out. But, man, winter is approaching fast. Is it? And there is not enough time in the day.
1: You know, it's been in the 80s here. It's it's been getting down into the 50s. I think Sunday night it got down to like 48 or 49. Uh, So I'm truly enjoying this cooler weather in the evenings and the mornings. I walk out to my truck to get ready to go to work. I feel so nice. I'm like, ah, this is my kind of weather. Mm. If they could say like – if it could go into the 60s, low 70s during the day, and then like be in the 40s and 50s night, I would love that.
0: Boy, it's cool in the mornings here, though. I mean, it's it's yeah. awfully stinking nice. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's in the it's in the 40s and then 70s during the day, and then next week is supposed to be in the 60s during the day. So that'll be.
1: Man, that's my kind of weather.
0: Oh man, you know it. So anyway, hey, I by the way, I loved your. I never responded to you. I, I'm terrible at. Responding to texts, <laughs> but I I did I did get your text and I did watch your video on the uh, on Facebook uh, about oh, the yeah. about the Jesus chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> it is that that's that, that's the only holy fast food joint there is around. Old Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, that that was pretty good. I don't know what I would come up with. I mean I'd have to we have the only like fast food joint that I could promote around here that is anywhere else is either Taco John's or Subway. That's the only thing that's the only two really fast food <laughs> joints that we got around here that's nationwide, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well maybe one of these days a chick flail come down town.
0: Nah, nah, not here. <laughs> I you doubt can, you
1: can open much. one up. You can open up a Chick fil A.
0: I'm, I, man, I'm too busy. You know, speaking of which, you know, they, I, um, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, you know, Chick fil A, they, they like pay for everything. You only have to like pay so much. You own like a portion of the business.
0: Franchise. And, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah of, of the franchise and they do everything else. Uh, it's, it's kind of a neat deal. So open one up where you're at.
0: Hmm. <laughs> no, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> I, we have, I have other ambitions. <laughs> You know, come to find out though, I did find out that there are, I I just learned this today, that there are grants out there that'll pay for all this like firewood processing stuff. So it's like, you know, here lately I've been wanting a skid steer. And, you know, if if you give firewood to needy people, you know, like people in need, fuel assistance, people that need heat during the winter, as long as you do that, the the grant will cover this processing equipment, which is crazy. I was like, hmm, well, maybe that might be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's to think about like i need to take on another business yeah you got your I, hands full right now uh, Man. Yeah. With, you know, with everything, you know, what we've got going on here at the house, as far as, you know, projects and kids in sports and who knows what, and, you know, it's like we, we got two kids now in football, which that's going good. You know, they, they're catching on pretty good. good this is their first year in football. We've done wrestling up until this point. We've been hardcore wrestlers for a good, at least two years, maybe three. I don't know. But now they wanted to try some other sports. So now they've gotten into football and they're loving it. And I'm actually kind of enjoying watching their games. But, you know, along with that comes and then, you know, we got our only girl is in dance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Logan, my my third oldest, he wants to do karate, which at yeah. the, the nearest karate place is like an hour away, hour and a half away. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Life is busy. That's you know what crazy. I would like to see though. Um, if we're going to drive What's that life? far, I would love to go. I would love to have get all the kids in hockey. Oh man, you ever seen a hockey game? There you go.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen the Dallas Stars play in Dallas. <laughs> 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 I've, I've, I've yeah. been to one. I've, I've been to one Dallas Stars game, and it was it was really good. It was a good game. Of course, if they don't get in a fight. Yeah. When it comes to the professional stuff, it's not as fun, but they got in a fight, so it made not enjoy it.
0: No. Man, those those hockey games are pretty awesome. I, I do. I, I wouldn't mind if they got into hockey, but I tell you what, that is a small investment.
1: Oh, I bet it is. Adam. No, it's not Mr. Adam. It's Mr. Marshall. Hi, Mr. Marshall. Is Mommy
0: home yet? I'm scared of the jumping spider. She's scared of the jumping spider. She wants you because of
1: the jumping spider. <laughs> huh. <laughs> All
0: right. So we have, we have started darn putting Jeopardy out Halloween decorations. I told you! Uh-oh. That. It's about to get real up in here. <laughs> hey, what? what's going on? <laughs> Hey! 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 Easy! Easy! Easy with <laughs> the thing. We put
1: in the jumping spider, and uh, uh, we swung the seapistol at it, and it jumped. And Sissy was like, oh, And it jumped again. She's like, you <laughs> die, "I want Daddy!"
2: <laughs>
1: She's terrified of it. <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, a All right. Kid hey,
0: we're we're actively doing a
1: podcast here, so okay. wait for mommy to get home and <laughs> then <let> she'll take <laughs> you. Yeah!
0: Okay. Oh, shoot. Hold on a second here. Where's my phone? Hey, we're back at the house now. We, we ain't got no fire camp. <laughs> hold on a second. Now it's, just, now it's child camp. Yeah, now it's child camp, right? <laughs> All right, hold on a second here. Take a break. All right, and we're back. Yeah. Had to, take a little, <laughs> had to take a little break there. Just a little break. Oh, man. Taking care of business. Yeah, yeah. So where were we? Yeah, hockey, small investment. We'll leave it at that. It is what it is. So, yeah, so that's the story of my life right now. You know, dealing with, oh my gosh, they're out there screaming like banshees. (laughs) Hmm. Hey, Marshall, can you hang on just a second?
1: Just hold on. Check it out. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm coming to see what side I got. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Here I am. He's back and ready for business. Back in business, buddy back in business all right well heck what else happened this week let me think about it oh we went um we went elderberry picking of course we like to we like to try and we're not real you know we like to try and live off the land as much as possible as far as like you know we like we'll go pick idaho is awesome and you know i don't want to give anybody the wrong idea you know because we don't need any more people moving into idaho but it's besides you marshall you know but, but we need it it is awesome as far as like wild edibles everywhere everywhere you look you know there's i was out delivering fuel the other day and i was hungry for and i hadn't i, I didn't bring any lunch so i was hungry so what did i do i pull over i pick a couple apples i eat them for lunch you know there you go and uh so there's there's just wild apple trees. There's wild plum trees, wild cherry trees. Wild um, there's like a cross between a cherry and a and a the plum. There's uh, wild pear trees. Um, a chum I went out this weekend, picked, huh, a ch- yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know what else is there? There's um, there's there's blackberries as far as the eye can see. There's uh, currants, of course, elderberries. That's what we were picking this weekend, and. Uh, what else do we like to pick? Of course, you know, that's... So more that's, or less... They we're, were just talking fruit.
1: So, so more or less, everybody that's moving to Texas, um, stop and uh, move to Idaho and go eat nah. fresh fruit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And you know what? I was, I was delightfully surprised to see that we actually found... The first time in, what, I think we've been here five years now, we actually found some grapevines. We haven't found those since we lived in Tennessee. You know, I mean, we used to go out muscadine picking and fox grape picking in Tennessee. And I was kind of, it was the only fruit that I was kind of sad that didn't grow here. But uh, we finally found a a little grove of uh, grapevines. And I was like, oh, heck, yeah.
1: You know, my grandparents, when they lived on Cedar Creek Lake out in East Texas, they had uh, uh, honeysuckle vines on this on their fence. And it was there for years and years. Man, it, was, it was pretty much my whole life, it seemed like. And we'd go there and pick those honeysuckles off and squeeze a little tiny bit of honey came out of a honeysuckle into a bowl oh, yeah. and just eat eat you know honeysuckle after honeysuckle oh it was so good i miss that i miss that so much that and the blackberries in missouri
0: that. they'll i'll bet uh, the, you know there are more blackberries here i mean we had our fair share of blackberries in tennessee but i don't remember finding near the amount of fruit growing up in missouri than i do here i mean there's yeah there's fruit everywhere Mm-hmm. but it, it's pretty awesome so we went out went out uh elderberry picking uh this past weekend and uh it was uh you know so here i am coming off a of fire camp and i had been walking in and out of hold on i gotta adjust this computer here I don't need you to look at, you just need to look at my beautiful face you don't need to look at anything else you know? <laughs> but anyway so i had spent i'd spent this time going in and out of the rv for the past month with the steps out so when Mm -hmm. i park it here at the house i leave the steps up for the winter just Cause I don't, I don't want them out for the whole winter, ween- for the whole winter. Right. And uh, so here I am getting drinks and stuff out of, you know, I was, I had grabbed this flat of drinks and I'm walking out Well, I'm walking out of the RV, like there's steps there and there are no steps there. Oh, so no. <laughs> I, I took, <laughs> yeah, boy, I messed my ankle up. I, oh, I landed on it man. sideways and it, it popped and Ashley thought I broke my ankle cause mm. I, I just took a dive. I hit the ground so hard that the case of water or whatever I had broke open and spilt all over the ground, and uh, or whatever she said it broke open. Maybe not all over the ground, but so I'm like, they're like, "Oh, are you okay? Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just let me walk this off. I got to walk this off." And I'm like, I'm walking around you know, biting my fist and like ugh, and I'm just walking and then, then we proceed to go out into the woods and hike up and down these mountains and you know <laughs> but oh man yeah I just so I just Did you ever there, go in and like, get an X ray done? Step there. I don't go to the
1: doctor. <laughs> I, yeah I, I I know that. But I mean you know you
0: it could be a
1: fracture. Could 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 be maybe so how is it how is it now?
0: Not anymore. It's good. It's good. It's uh, sore. Um it, it it's a little sore, but it's getting better. So, hey. Good deal. It heals, you know. It does. It, it'll be all right. If it was broken, there'd be a bone sticking out, you know. It's possible. Then that might that might require a visit. To the doctor. Yeah, I mean, I you Nothing know, a little bit I of think like I would splinting and butterfly stitches wouldn't hurt, you know. Yeah,
1: a little bit of super
0: glue. Hey, speaking of speaking of butterfly stitches, so here I am with my ailment, and Ashley calls me up last night. I'm just about to get off work, and she's like, "Hey, uh, Hunter may need stitches in the back of his head." I was like, "What the heck happened <laughs> now?" Well, he must have ran his head into a into a bolt on the trampoline, and mm. uh, so I come home. I was like, "Oh heck, we don't need to. He don't need stitches. We don't need to go to the doctor. Dang it!" I was like. I got these, I got these steri strips in, in my medical bag from, you know, in our first aid kit and stuff. We'll just, let's just shave the the spot and let's put some steri strips on there and we'll call her good. And it, it was good. It wasn't that deep, but you know, not worth, <laughs> you know, going to the, going to the doctor nowadays, just such a pain, you know, who wants to mess with that? It anymore? is, you know?
1: you know, speaking, speaking of kids getting hurt. So I get a phone call from uh, my, younger, my younger brother, Matt,
0: and
2: uh, <clears throat>
1: my nephew, my sister's youngest, he's two years old. He was running through the house and there was a piece of cardboard on the wood laminate and he hit that wood card, <laughs> the cardboard and he slid and he did like, he pretty much did the splits, but not like the normal splits. It was like one leg in front and one leg went behind. And long story short, it ended up he, he ended up getting a fracture in his femur, which is, you know, the big part oh, of your thigh. Sure. Yeah, his yeah. femur. And so now he's got like a full cast, that entire leg and, you know, and uh, poor, poor little guy. <laughs> he's only two years old, uh, but thankfully he's young, you know, so he'll heal quickly and it'll heal well. But yeah, he's kind of immobile right
0: Hopefully. now. Hopefully. Well, heck, I mean, look at Savannah. She's still got a little 15 degree deviation that's going to straighten out in the next it, it, a degree a year is what it'll straighten when I mean, she broke her arm on that gotcha. uh, bunk bed so oh, i mean okay. cuz they couldn't get it they never got it they got it set good enough but it wasn't it's still not like the straightest but they say it'll heal and straighten a degree a year so interesting, interesting. yeah it's weird yeah it is but you know, it's it's funny how the seasons kind of, you know, your priorities and everything. It's like, oh man, you know, now now that fall is set in, now your mindset goes to, okay, I gotta get the gun rifle, I gotta get the rifle sighted in, or I gotta get the bow sighted in, which we've already had our bow season, which I missed for elk and um elk and deer, actually. But anyway, so now gun season getting ready to ramp up. And let me tell you, Marshall, it is it is biblical to be hunting. We talked about, you know, we as a family like to hunt for wild edibles and we live off of the meat that we kill. And, uh, and for, you know, and of course there's plenty of yuppies out there that'll, uh, argue against that, but my goodness, it it even is in the Bible.
1: You know, those yuppies, See, when fall comes, you get to thinking about hunting and shooting and killing. And my yuppies, they get to thinking about pumpkin spice lattes and coffees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, and you know, and they're towards like at the beginning of fall, the pumpkin spice stuff. That's okay. That is all right but it gets old you know what doesn't get old though as we get closer to christmas eggnog
1: yeah oh man eggnog I'm Eggnog. all about that eggnog oh love it love it mm-hmm.
0: so let me see here it was in oh there it is nope i'm on the wrong I'm on the wrong s- stuff here. I got I got too many things pulled up here that I want to talk about tonight, and we're already like I don't know, whatever <laughs> minutes into this, and we haven't. Uh, oh, it is this one. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. So the main thing that out of the New Testament is in Acts, and let me see if I can't find it here. You know, because I told you hunting was biblical, right? Oh, it's biblical. So I've got a I've got a little something something biblical. right here that that. that Breaks it all down. Look at
1: you. I do. And, I've been so and busy, well, I-, I I cheated. I cheated. I cheated. I got this app called Got Questions. It's a biblical app, and you can just yep. type in just about any darn question you want, and it gives you some sort of answer. It's really good stuff.
0: You know, I use that quite often. Um, it's funny that you-, you sent me something earlier, and I pulled it up and I was like, oh, well, I've already been using that site for a long time, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: I guess I'm on but, the times. Uh,
0: So here, here Peter is. Uh, it's it's coming out of Acts, and Peter is getting hungry. They're on um, they're on their way approaching the city, and I'm starting in uh, chapter Acts, chapter ten, verse nine. Uh, Peter went up on the roof of the house at about the sixth hour, which is noon, to pray. But he, but he became hungry and wanted something to eat. While the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance and he saw the sky opened up. And an object like a great sheet descending, lowered by its four corners to the earth. And and it contained all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. A voice came to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. And then, but Peter said, Not all, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common, which is unholy, and ceremonially unclean. And the voice came to him a second time, What God has cleansed and pronounced clean no longer consider common or unholy. And this, so this happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into heaven. So and that was confusing to Peter, you know, because at the time, from the time Adam and Eve were in the garden, you know, we kind of kind of started as vegetarians. But then you get into um, a little further in the Old Testament in Genesis there, and you start seeing that even, um, oh, what was it? Let me look up this. You know, because was it Isaac that was? Which one of which one of them was a? Uh, where it was a hunter Now I gotta go back in love
1: Don't get me to lion What's that? I said don't get me to lion Right
0: Okay, so yeah So in, in chapter 10 of, of uh, Genesis He's going through It's going through the descendants of Noah And, uh, and in Ni- Nimrod uh, Like <clears throat> Nimrod it, A mighty hunter before the low. Oh, Lord I know, isn't <laughs> that something? You know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry I just... But Uh, My stepdad used to call me a Nimrod all the time when I was a kid.
0: (laughs) Rabbit trail. (laughs) <laughs> we were a mighty, a mighty hunter. <laughs> so, Little did he like, know what he was saying. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, you know, so this, most of this stuff come, came after, you know, the the ability to hunt animals and and being okay hunting animals came after the flood. And uh, so where I'm going to start off here was uh, was after, after Noah, after the flood, and they've hit dry land and God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth the fear and terror of you shall be instinctive in every animal of the land and in every bird of the air and together with everything that moves on the ground and with all the fish of the sea they are given into your hand every moving Mm -hmm. thing that lives shall be food for you i give you everything as i gave you the green plants and the vegetables but here's here's where it is you know but you shall not eat meat along with its life that is its blood for your life blood i will most certainly require accounting from every animal that kills a person i will require it and from man from every man's brother that is anyone who murders i will require the life of a man so but anyway kind of not the point of what i was trying to get through but to kind of give you a little context of what they were talking about in there but well you know god was telling noah even from the beginning that you know, that God gave us all these animals on the earth. That's why it's okay. That's why in our household, you know, we try and, uh, you know, try and live off the land as much as we can. God put it here for us and to be good stewards of it as well.
1: Yeah. And to kind of back up what you're saying, I've, Got a little thing here that talks about, about that. It talks about other verses. So it says, at the beginning uh, of Hold creation, on. animals mainly... Se-
0: Hold on. I just noticed. I don't know how long you've been offline, but you're offline.
1: It shows me online on this end.
0: Boy, I sure hope you are.
1: It, it pulled up as st- that the, the service was lost, and then it said it was reconnect, I uh, saw it pop up. Oh, all right. So I, I, I think it's good.
0: Rock on, then.
1: Rocking on. So, uh, so it says, at the beginning of creation, animals mainly served as helpers in enjoyment and not food because Adam and animals alike were vegetarians. And it talks about that in Genesis 1, 29 through 30. However, note Mm -hmm. also that man was to rule over the earth and subdue it. The earth and all that it had were meant to serve the needs of man. It wasn't until after the flood, like Aaron was just saying in Genesis 9, that meat became a source of food for both animals and man. Since the animals and the plants of the earth were put under the control of man, God gave the responsibility to man to learn and to use them to his pleasure. That is why using animals in research is acceptable because they are meant to be used instead of humans. Animals do not have the same form of eternal soul and likely do not experience an afterlife. This does not mean that we can be cruel and intend evil towards them. Interesting.
0: That is interesting. And that is probably, that's another, I want you to kind of save that, Marshall, because um, I want to kind of use part of that as, you know, we're going to start trying to get into some stuff in a different podcast, not tonight's podcast. But that, what you were saying, kind of goes into what I was, I had somebody ask me if I thought that the earth and every living thing in it has a, a spirit, I guess, or or yeah, um, soul or a spirit or something. And I, I said, uh, man, I, I really don't want to get into this right now. But I I told him basically short answer, and we'll get into this on another time. Is I told him no because God breathed mm-hmm. the breath of life into us and. Mm-hmm. Um, He created everything else, you know, uh, yes, he created us, but he breathed life into mankind, you know, into Mm -hmm. Adam and Eve, but I haven't. Really done a deep dive study into that, and I want to do that before we actually get into the uh, spirit soul versus spirit kind of a thing. But that's kind of be going to be leading up to getting into some of these adult versions of uh, these children's stories we heard growing up in the in church and everything. So, mm-hmm. wow. but yeah, I like that, Marshall.
1: Yep, right on out of the Got Questions app. Yeah, maybe the Got Questions no. <laughs> app will support Undaunted Pursuit podcast right got questions right Get the got questions up <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well we're not gonna beat that horse to death so that's all i have to say i'm gearing up for hunting season it, it's hunting season so hey we're gonna go out and try and kill us anything that moves bear elk deer we need to put some meat in the freezer because you know yeah god gave us the permission to do so but It is also a little bit cheaper because meat is expensive at the store right now.
1: Boy, it is. I tell you what I need to do is make a trip up there to Idaho and a nice nice little hunting trip with
0: you if I need to do. Heck yeah. (coughs) But so, you know, this is kind of a, we're covering several different topics tonight, Marshall, that, uh, you know, I kind of gave you a heads up on earlier in the week. But so Mm -hmm. Sunday, Sunday, the you know, the pastor brought up something in his sermon that I wasn't Quite sure about. Hold on. Oh, anyway, sorry. I'm still getting work emails. I'm at home, you know. Anyway, so Sunday in the in the message, uh, he he brings up this thing that was like, you know, I don't know why it's surprising, which it's not surprising, but it is surprising all at the same time. And he was talking about this. For some, we don't watch the news, okay? And so this is all new news to me, but I guess apparently there was this thing that happened over in England somewhere about this mechanical bull and people worshiping it. And it's like, really? You know, at my Ashley, we get home and Ashley was talking about it, and I was like, what are you talking about? You know? He's like, is it? Is that seriously happening again? Again? I mean, it's like when I heard it. Of course, you know, when I'm sitting there and we're reading through scripture and stuff, I get a little, you know, I get a little sidetracked, and I'll, I'll read on through scripture while they're preaching and stuff like that. And so I I was just like, oh, he's talking about worshiping this bull and you know, ball and stuff like that. I thought he was just talking about. I, I didn't realize that this was taking a place that this was taking place in modern time. You know. And it's like, so she gets home. She we're talking about it. And I was like, no way. She's like, yeah, look it up. It's crazy. You look it up on YouTube. Look up uh, mechanical bull, some or another on YouTube or whatever. So I looked it up and I was like, no way. Is this happening again? You know, it, you know the old adage that history repeats itself. Well, here it is, folks. You know, it. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? What is this? machinery this man-made creation gonna do for you what are these people uh kneeling down and bowing down to this thing for did you did you get a chance to watch that Marshall
1: I haven't gotten a chance to watch that but when you told me that I immediately thought about when I went to India on a mission trip it's not I remember one day we were we had stopped this like mall or something like that and um now granted uh I believe it's Hinduism uh that's really really big in India and they have like thousands of gods, right? Uh, that, that they worship mm-hmm. and idols and stuff. And and so I saw this cow and, and cattle is worshipped in India. They don't eat it. And there's cattle just roaming the streets. Well, there was this cow standing out front of this mall and they had like lays and jewelry and stuff just draped all over this cow. And <laughs> this guy walks up to the rear to the butt of the cow and starts wafting the rear of the cow and worshiping and praying to this cow. <laughs> and <laughs> and I sit there watching. I was like, what in the world is this guy doing? But you know, not only is it uh, you know, I guess it may, you know, I wouldn't say it's culture, but it, it's, it's just that religion, which is false. It's not right. Uh, but you know, I also got a kick out of it too. So, like, hey, look, the guys worshiping the butt of a cow, and I was like, what are the
0: odds? Interesting, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it crazy. you know it says multiple times in in God's word that we should have no other gods before, you know, before Him. You know, in Exodus twenty verse three, and this is going back, this is going back into the ancient of times. You should have no other gods before Me. Okay, John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." You know, wait, we, we can go on and on and on about how wrong this yeah. is. You know, at least we're putting our faith and trust in uh, a living, breathing God and the Creator of all things. Well, you know, yeah. did a cow create everything? No. Mm-hmm. You know what? What is? You know, I just don't understand it. What? What? In this world, makes that makes that okay.
1: Let me let me read a few things from this app I have. I I, I just typed in you know false idols and, and it, so first the the, the definition of um, idolatry is according to this is according to Webster is the worship of idols or excessive devotion to or reverence for some person or thing. An idol is anything that replaces the one true God. The most p- prevalent form of idolatry. Uh, in Bible times, was the worship of images that were thought to embody the various pagan deities. Now, from the beginning, God's covenant with Israel was based on exclusive worship of Him alone. In Exodus twenty-three and Deuteronomy five-seven, the Israelites were not even to mention the names of false gods, which talks about that in Exodus twenty-three thirteen, because to do so would acknowledge acknowledge their existence and give credence to their power and influence over the people. Israel was forbidden to intermarry with other cultures who embrace false gods, because God knew this would lead to compromise. The book of Hosea uses the imagery of adultery, um, to describe Israel's continual chasing after other gods, like an unfaithful wife chases after another man, after other men. it just goes on and on and on. Like Aaron was saying, is talking about, um, idols and it talks about the reality and, and, uh, it's just, (laughs) it's, it's not right. It's not okay. Uh, it's, it's bad stuff. But, uh, but you know, an idol can be anything. They have to be just, you know, a cow like those People are worshiping over there. It can be, I and mean, you, you could, your phone could be an idol. Social media can be an idol, uh, uh, anything you put before God and you spend more time with than you do God essentially can become an idol mm-hmm.
0: there was something I was wanting to go for here and I was trying to look it up here while you were talking it made me it made me think of something but um, I just don't know that it, it just it, it baffles me a little bit that that this that that would be a thing you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean and a lot of this comes out of a lot of this comes out of the the Old Testament of course and mm-hmm. but and the message doesn't change all the way through the whole Bible so and you know what we've got to be afraid of is let me look this up real quick here um, cuz while we're talking about that i want to bring up the fact you know in where it says what are you doing you getting tired of sitting we've been going at this for quite a while now haven't we
1: no it has been a minute no my uh, my back's getting stiff from from my back injury but i actually i got back in the gym yesterday and today so i've just been doing the cardio so i'm taking it easy but my back is getting stiff from sitting down so i have to stand up
0: <laughs> okay so here we go. Um, ah, yes. Okay, so let me look this up then. I had to look up the verse and see. It comes out of Matthew. Matthew um chapter 7 15 through 20 and this is this is exactly what it's talking about while we're on the topic of false idols and um, idol worship, worshiping other gods it says Matthew chapter 7 verse 15 starts here beware of false prophets, teachers who come to you dressed as sheep, appearing gentle and innocent, but inwardly are ravenous wolves by their fruit you will recognize them. That is by their uh, contrived doctrine, contrived doctrine, doctrine, and self focus. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. Uh, A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit you will recognize them as false prophets. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's something that we gotta watch that we gotta watch for. You know, because it you know, it warns us in the Bible that there's gonna be and that's something that they're doing with this, Marshall, is um is making it like uh, I, I don't know what they called it, like uh, the the bull of love or bull of peace or something. Like they they're trying to magnify this thing into some like glorious thing when it, it it it's nothing but an idol, you know. And it's not it's it's false teaching, it's misguiding, and it's exactly what God and Jesus have you know. It's exactly what Jesus has warned us about. Uh, false teachings. Be mm-hmm. be watchful of that. You know, be watchful of people teaching anything other than Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Right. You know, it's true. So and that and and going on, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Kind of, kind of leads us into another topic this week that I've seen has got has gained in popularity, and I brought this up to you, Marshall, earlier was the fact that you can lose your salvation I'm seeing a lot of things being taken taken out of context here lately as far as um, you know I myself do not believe and there's it, it's a it has turned into quite a controversial subject um, that you can I, I don't believe that you can lose your salvation Mm-mm. and that I, that was uh what he's kind of referencing there in Matthew is the fact that you know, yes, even even the demons and the the evil one, they all believe in believe Jesus is real. So that's mm-hmm. it's kind of where he's going with that is there are there are people that will say that they know the Lord, but they're all they're a, what is it, a wolf in sheep's clothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: is that a good analogy i guess mm-hmm. do you happen to drum up anything about that i i know you had sent me something let's uh let's kind of dig into that what do you what do you think do you do you really think that <laughs> do you really think that you can lose your salvation i i just don't see you know
1: honestly it um being possible even as a christian i was never really sure about that until uh really recently and honestly just reading through this stuff when i when i started reading it was in this, this app, it was talking about, it says, Does Hebrews 6, 4 through 6 mean we can lose our salvation? And it explains it all. And it's, it's more or less saying that no, you can't lose your salvation. Um, but it has a, a list of different verses um, and passages that make it abundantly clear that salvation is everlasting. And one of them is in John 10, 27 through 29. And it says, Let's see. Well, I'm going to start at 26. It says, well, But you do not believe. It's John 27 through 29, but I'm going to start in 26. It says, But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. When I read that, it kind of gave me chills and put a big smile on my face <laughs> because I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, buddy! Boom! Mind blown!" I was like, "There you have it." Uh, you know, and and there's and there's there's you know Romans eight thirty five and thirty eight through, through thirty nine and Philippians one six and First Peter one four through five and Hebrews six four through six. These are all passages in the Bible that confirm the doctrine that you can't lose your 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 salvation. And if you read through Hebrews. Six four through six, it talks about how uh, it's it's impossible for those who have once been enlightened, and it just goes on and on. And it's it's really interesting. Like I got to reading all this, and I was like, wow, that is cool. And it talks about how you know when people talk about oh, you can lose your salvation, and and how you know that that's more. These verses are more pertaining towards people who haven't accepted Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. That's who it's pertaining to, not not uh, not those who are saved and who have, who have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So. It's, it's pretty interesting.
0: And you know, I was, it is because I've known plenty of people that were, that were not proclaiming Christians that, that, um, that you, you could obviously tell that they were not, um, they had not found salvation, but yet knew the Bible better than me, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's, and, and that's the kind of the way I take it is that when that were once enlightened, that's the kind of way I take it is, you, you, excuse me, take the Pharisees, for example, or, and the Sadducees and all that. These guys were schooled in, in the word, in the Bible and, a uh, Bible of their time, of course, you know, as far as it was, it was Old Testament, but of course, they, they were enlightened. They knew what it, I mean, if you go back and look at Isaiah, Isaiah warns, uh, not warrants, but, He was a prophet, and so he was – he talked about Jesus coming. It was right in their face, and they still didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the the way I take it is that that's that's what that is referring – that's what the Bible is referring to when it's a – we're enlightened and fallen away. They just – they didn't bite that – here's a fishing analogy for you. They didn't bite that hook. They looked at it. They may have tasted it a little bit, but they didn't commit to uh, biting the hook. You know, they they didn't take the bait. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I heard about, I heard an argument against that as far as like losing your salvation. Well, um, you know, God's not going to get in the way of your free will. Well, no, but you, you know, if you've made that commitment and you've, what was the point that this is the question that i that i kind of um that i kind of posed to um the interaction that i was having was if you could lose your salvation what was the point of jesus jesus's sacrifice on the cross
1: yeah exactly what was the point
0: of what was what was the point of his uh, of him coming to earth you know and um, everything that he accomplished on during his time here on Earth, it was it was all in vain. If yeah, you could lose your salvation. That well, is the, point, the main reason why.
1: Go ahead. No, as I said, the, the 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 point. If, if somebody was trying to make a, a point of of God's free will, it, it, that that to me is kind of an invalid point because yes, you have free will, but your that that decision before you accept Jesus Christ, that that, that free will, that choice is prior to accepting Christ. So yeah, you do have free will in that moment because you're either going to accept him or you're not. So that is before you accept him. That has nothing to do with whether, you know, if you've accepted him, then, then you're not going to lose your, 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 your salvation. But if you're at that point to where you're making that choice and you're utilizing that free will he's given you, then yeah, of course he's not going to get in the way because you haven't made that decision yet. So it, it, that that point to me is just very invalid. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But sorry to interrupt you. I had to get that out. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, you're good. You're good. He drops this, you know, because, of course, I get to talking about um, salvation is through faith. And he, he brings up this James uh, chapter two. And uh, it was the it, it kind of James. It's a misconception that James is. um, Oh, what's the word? Contradicting uh Paul in Romans, but he's, he's not. They actually, if you, I'm going to let, I'm going to let the people listening do their own research on this, but um, do your research and look at what some of these other uh, scholars have said about the difference between the two. They're actually complementing each other. And so he drops this, you know, the, this person drops this James chapter two on me. And uh, it, it pretty much says, uh, "Let's see, James chapter two. Okay, chapter two. So let's start in ch- uh, verse fourteen. What benefit? It what is the benefit, my fellow believers? If someone claims to have faith but has no good works as evidence, can that kind of faith save him? No. A mere claim of faith is not sufficient. Genuine faith produces good works. So the idea, what he was, what he was arguing um this person i was uh conversing with was that uh, you know because i was like no you know if you consistently put your faith and trust in jesus and what he did for us on the cross it, by all definitions you are saved you have and and it's through his grace and mercy that we continue to be saved and yep. you, you don't we shouldn't have to work we shouldn't you know, there's it doesn't make sense that you know, we're not under that old law. Why? Why wouldn't we have just stayed under the old law if we had to consistently do good works or do, uh, live under a law of works, uh, to gain salvation? No, we're mm-hmm. saved by faith, and from that faith, a byproduct of that faith is good works. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah. You know, you so, you, yeah. you mentioned Romans. You mentioned Romans a minute ago. And and, 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 it, and it, I, it, there was a verse in here. Then it says, Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That right there says it all. (laughs) What more do you want?
0: Exactly. I mean, you know, I encourage anybody listening here to um, get a hold of us. You know, I don't mind having a friendly debate on this, it, oh, yeah. I feel very adamant and I'm very, I'm very set in the, in the fact that my salvation is, is forever and, and I'm on fire for the Lord that, you know, you can't lose your salvation, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, we could sit here, we could sit here another hour, two hours <laughs> and, 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 de- and, and continue this. But, oh, you yeah. Know, it just seems to be, it just seems to be that this is, um, from what I've seen on the social medias and everything like that, that this is uh, um, it, it, hot topic. It, it's the devil. Yeah, it's a hot topic. It's it's the devil trying to play his mind games, trying to provide uh, trying to. That's that's what he's good at. He's good at uh, oh, yeah. causing doubt and causing. We shouldn't if we're if we're saved. If we have found salvation through Jesus, we shouldn't have this doubt. And that's, and that's what he wants to get through us. get in the word, study the word. We've covered this in a podcast before called Saved by Grace. I, this is nothing new that we've talked on on this podcast before. But, you know, it, it seems to be popping up again and even hotter than before that I I just don't think you can lose your salvation. It just everything that I've studied and I, I try and study pretty regularly. I'm not perfect. And, you know, I'm not perfect by any means. And and thank the Lord that um, that we are saved by grace, you know, and that we can't lose our salvation because I couldn't keep the law. I couldn't live. I, if we were saved by works, if we were living on, under a law of works and trying to keep the old law, there's no way. I've been a goner a <laughs> long time ago.
1: <laughs> I think all of us have. <laughs> if it, If it were... Up to that, we 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 would all be uh we'd all be de- uh, condemned to hell, in my opinion. Uh, but you know, you mentioned the devil. You know, he's out to still kill and destroy. And in John ten ten, it records Jesus saying that the thief comes only to still kill and destroy. Um, so that's that that's that's the devil's job. That that's that that's what he's out there to do. And um, but yeah, I, I agree there. And that you know, I, if if our faith was based on works and works alone, I mean we would all be up the hill without a paddle and uh, no way to get back
0: right and if we could lose that if we could lose our salvation somehow it would be um it, it, you know it it just doesn't it doesn't make sense we we would be in the same spot we were if we were trying to live by works mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh be careful for that be careful not to I, I encourage you everything that we cover in this podcast that any other podcast you listen to, I, I encourage everybody listening to this to uh, go back and read through it for yourselves. Be careful not to take this stuff out of context, not to mm-hmm. you read before, read after, do your research. And um, because you, the Bible is easy to take out of context and it's easy to take verses and and put them where you need to put them to fit a particular narrative, whatever you're trying to push. Mm-hmm. So, or whatever yeah. somebody is trying to push that people do that all the time. There's, there's verses and taking out of context all over the place. So oh, yeah, be careful for that. You yep. know, that's what I want to say to everybody. Yeah. Heck we got some, uh, we've got some good topics coming up here, Marshall. Um, I think I've got, yeah, we uh, do. yeah we've, uh, we've got some, Pretty awesome guests, as long as they'll, as long as they'll commit. And uh, I, I got approached today about um, fielding an email from somebody on civil law versus spiritu- spiritual law, which we kind of got into that a little bit tonight. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm, I'm anxious to, I'm anxious to see what this individual has to say about. Um, I don't know what he wants us to cover, what he wants us to to do, but um, he's gonna send me some some stuff, his thoughts and stuff, and we'll get into it on the podcast and we'll talk about it. I said he said it might be a little controversial. I'm not afraid of it, you know. Nah, bring it on. Heck yeah. So, but I think for tonight, we're gonna wrap this up. Yes. What do you say?
1: I agree. I second that motion.
0: You second that motion. <laughs> all right you guys thanks for listening we'll see you next time on undaunted pursuit podcast bye See you later. Hey guys, and thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Give us a good rating on iTunes, good review, leave us five stars, and follow us on YouTube. Click that subscription bell, keep up to date with the newest episodes.
1: And don't forget to follow us on other social media outlets such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to email us at undauntedpursuit at gmail.com and go to our website at undauntedpursuit.podbean.com
0: And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, go to Patreon, follow us on patreon subscribe to our channel there there's a small tier for donations any help any support this podcast is made possible by you the patron we thanks for listening we'll see you guys next time see ya and
2: no one that i knew was too afraid to be free i was raised by adventurers and rogues risky up and watched our bridge out in the spring, but the mountain men all mended it with the timbers from the banks. Though Mother Nature tried, she couldn't break our stride, so I bowed my head to Jesus and give thanks. I was raised somewhere in the pines far away, where the grizzly bear and wolf are free to roam. No one that I knew was too afraid to be afraid. I was raised by adventurers and rogues. The winter cold had teeth and bit us deep beneath our skin. It nearly did extinguish all the hope that lay within. The snow was three feet deep, but not deep enough to Lion-hearted, vagabond at bay I was raised Somewhere in the pines far away Where the grizzly bear and wolf are free to roam And no one that I knew was too afraid To be afraid I was raised by adventurers and rogues Adventurers and rogues Taught me everything I know How to dream and how to hold on to my hopes So down the road I go I was raised somewhere in the pines far away Where the grizzly bear and wolf are free to roam that I knew was too afraid to be free. I was raised by adventurers and rogues. I was raised by adventurers and rogues. I was raised somewhere in the pines, far away, when the grizzly bear and wolf are free to roam. No one that I knew was too afraid to be afraid I was raised by adventurers in robes I was raised by adventurers in robes I was raised by adventurers
0: in in robes